Welcome to the Like Dragons Do They Fight audio series. I'm Karen Broadhead and I am here with Julie. This series is for the purpose of honoring people's healing and also giving them a platform where they can have an opportunity to make that healing mean even more because it's a service to someone else. So I want you to meet Julie. She's my dear friend. We've known her for several years, and we've watched each other grow and change, and we've cried together and laughed together and done lots of things together in our journey. And she's been involved in Mothers You Know and in Eternal Warriors. So I'm just going to turn the time over to Julie and just let you, Julie, um, just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and, and who you are as a gal. Kind of gal are you? What goes on in your world? Thank you, Karen. It's so nice to be here with you and to have this opportunity. I live in Bountiful and I love being a mom. I am a mother of six beautiful children and I have one daughter and five boys and four grandchildren. And so that's my passion in life is be, has been being a mother and all of the responsibilities and the things that go along with being a mother. And some of my passions outside of that are, I love gardening and reading self-help books. And I even have chickens in my backyard and just enjoy being outside in nature and love going to the mountains. I, have enjoyed eternal warriors. I've enjoyed learning so much more about myself. I've been reading self-help books for years and this has just kind of taken that passion to a whole new level. So that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, well that's so great. Well tell us a little bit about how you came to be and use the, the resources that are available here at Life Changing Services. Most people that find Life Changing Services and use any program here, it's because there's a pain point in their life, something that's going on that they think we need more support. We've tried things and I just heard there's something over there that might be useful. How did you come here? Well, after we had found out that our son had had an addiction to pornography and masturbation, we spent a couple of years working with him and trying to help him and to overcome on his own. And then we decided to talk to our bishop about it. Well, he had already been, you know, with the bishop. And we just asked what else we could do. And he suggested, well, he had done some calling himself and found out about life-changing services, Sons of Helaman program. And when it was explained to me and how it was run and that it was gospel-centered and ran off, uh, you know, it was using the warrior chapters in the Book of Mormon, I was very excited about it because I love the Book of Mormon and I love all of its principles. And I thought if there's scripture-based therapy, that's what I want. And so the more and more I learned about it, the more I was really excited and I loved our clinician. He's a great man here in Bountiful and we'd actually had him for seminary for several of our children and our son was actually able to go to him for seminary and after he joined. So I don't know, it just was 
a full circle of love. And I love that awesome. in the end. That is awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. And oh, what was the journey of Sons of Helaman for your family? How, how did your loved one do? And what, what's, where are you at now? And what other things did you find while you were here? Okay. Well, my journey might not look like everyone else's and I'm okay with that. We have had a wonderful journey in the fact that my son loved the sons of Helaman and he loved his clinician and he loved his group. We've also had some secondary issues that have to do with ADD and depression that make it harder for these types of situations to progress at a very quick rate. And so I have learned how to be the best kind of mom I can be and support in the best kind of way I can support. We didn't graduate from Sons of Human, but we attended for a long time. And it's not a sore spot in our family for the non-graduation. It, it was a place to be at a certain time in life. And I love that. I love that. I had a great source to send our son to that he enjoyed with all of his heart. And he, I think he gained a greater testimony of the atonement of Jesus Christ during that time than he did in all of his growing up. And he was able to bear very strong testimony. I'm so grateful for that because he actually was even inactive during that time. And how great is that to continue to have some kind of a pull for you to be able to gain a stronger testimony of the Savior. So with that said, I still had to be in a good place myself. And of course, as any mom would, you have your ups and downs and you, you hope for the best. And when things start turning out differently, then you have to find your own journey and I've heard it said that when we, if we have a lot of negative feeling and energy and you're putting it out there, nothing's getting accomplished. But if you take that negative energy and you put it towards something positive, then it changes your whole life. And that's exactly what I did. And during the time that my son was in the Sons of Helaman, I also took Eternal Warriors classes and I took two different sets from you from Karen mm -hmm. and enjoyed them immensely and found new ways to grow and new ways to set goals and to be able to be able to achieve in my life and new ways to fight the adversary because I started on that journey. Whenever I got to a low place, I would decide I need to stay on this journey. And, and so I joined the mothers who know classes and I think those were the most valuable thing to me at that time. And I felt so supported and loved. Then I decided also to train as an Eternal Warriors mentor and loved the training. It was scary as all heck <laughs> and uh, to do that. But I decided to jump in and know that if I didn't want to do it, it's okay. At first I thought, oh, if I start, I have to finish. <laughs> but I thought, no, I can do this. I'm going to try a new thing in my life, and it can go away if I don't want it. But so far I've decided to keep it, and I've taught a couple of different classes and even recertified. 
and just have continued to grow from all of that learning. Did that answer all of those questions or did I have one more to go? No, you are doing so well. Amazing. Okay. You're doing amazing. Oh, you're well, sweet. If I can just ask you some clarifying questions or just go a little deeper on some things. Okay. So tell me what are what are just some of the things that you noticed were helpful in mothers you know that you you said I just that was the most valuable thing to me was to get involved in mothers you know at that time. What was it that you needed? And what did you find there that helped you? Well, in my mind, I can see myself back then that I was going up and down. And, and it was always interesting that maybe Heavenly Father was posing questions to me on Monday nights. And this might seem strange, but, and they would almost take me down like, I don't know the questions. I don't know how to get that fixed. And then invariably, the next day on Mothers Who Know on Tuesday, then a mother or Karen or Maurice or another person who was visiting as a special guest would answer those questions for me. And I was always blown away. The other thing that I noticed during each of those classes is that it felt like we were deeply in the spirit together and that there was this bond that you felt even though you didn't know anybody personally. And so to me, we were all in the same situation and we were all able to get all of our answers. I mean, our questions answered in such a beautiful way. And I felt so uplifted, whether it solved any of my problems or not, I felt supported. That's awesome. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily say, let us, we're going to solve your problem, but just feeling supported through a mm -hmm. problem can make all the difference. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Um, it's what made all of, the, all of the difference. Yeah. So good. With Eternal Warriors, you mentioned that you took some classes. And what was it in those classes that changed you? What did you notice? What is it that is, there's something in that class and it, it helped me? You mentioned goals. And I can't remember what else you mentioned, but it was about those helped me, change me. Okay. Well, I have never known how to set a goal in my whole life. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I tried. And I always had really good intentions. And at the beginning of every year when I thought I was supposed to be setting goals, I would write them down. And I really didn't know what I meant or what, they, what that was going to look like or that it had a future, you know. I mean, you knew it had a future. It just didn't, I don't know. I didn't have vision, I guess. And within two or three weeks, they were pretty much nil. They were gone. And so what I was, what Karen taught me to do was to set the goals and to achieve the goals and in a powerful way. And that powerful way was that she taught me how to track the goals with a tracking sheet and that accountability was very important to be able to account to somebody and that I also learned the power of a team because having that team all those team members and I wanted to be a part of that team in a positive way and not a negative way and I didn't want to bring everybody down and so it was fun to achieve the goals and it was fun to work as a team and all of that combined was the first bonus and then in addition to that I was able to 
learn principles that help me support getting those goals, like learning how to run to my flagpole if I felt like I was being attacked by the, the adversary, uh, that I couldn't get those. Or just, if nothing else, help me notice the pattern of the adversary too. That, oh, there's patterns going on here and I see that I get messed up on Mondays right before this and this happens in the week. And, oh, I can do something about that now. And I can use my full body that I have to either make decisions or run laps or, you know, I don't really run laps. But you know what I mean? Just be able to do something with my brain or my physical body and do something to get out of the state of mind that seems to be dragging me down. I'm not perfect at it yet. I'm yeah. still practicing. For sure. Yeah. Me too. I think it's a journey, a journey to get good at that and to know how to get past it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's a, it is a journey, and I'm still on it as well. Mm-hmm. But it is the... So what did you notice changed in your life around you by taking advantage of the support that you found here and the training that you found here. The support in order to know, training in eternal warriors. What did you notice started to change around you in your, in your life? Well, I think because I started being a more positive person and I was more aware of myself, I was also able to think more clearly about how I wanted to handle things. And that, in that I wanted to be able to show my children a different kind of a love. And um, instead of the angry, worried, showing, you know, I just feel like I'm showing up differently in their lives. And I feel like I'm coming from a place of love in a greater, more intense way. And the cool thing is, is that I have two sons still living here at home, but it seems like we're able to work through our problems in a more smooth way and loving way. And while they're not, I mean, they're the same battles. They just look different now. Mm. And I feel like our children are maturing more quickly than they were before because of that love. Now I'm like, wow, I love this. I love how that feels. That's awesome. Wow. That's neat. So something interesting about your journey that you mentioned right off is that my journey might not look like everyone else's. And before our interview, we talked about that for a minute. And I said, how healing it is. If you're someone listening to this recording and you're thinking, I am just tired. I'm just tired. And I can't do this anymore. No matter what I've tried, nothing is fixing itself with my loved one or this situation. And I can remember when we met the very first time we were starting little Mothers Who Know meetings in Julie's house, a different Julie's house, and you and I were the only two that showed up. So we sat there and we visited in her beautiful home, and I just remember thinking, what, what a beautiful, tender woman that you were. And then you also mentioned before our interview that you uh, had seen me grow. And then I mentioned, I've seen you grow. And it's so neat to know 
that you you're able to see into somebody else's journey at such a healthy level and you can show up in an honest way and how much that helps us but one of the things that I love about your story your journey because you know I didn't know you and what you were like when I first met you but it's been inspiring to watch how courageous you've been because over the months and years you've asked questions and mothers you know like you know how how is this going to happen and when will this happen and I wonder and we're trying to figure this out but it's just not working out and but now finally to be able to speak from a place of maybe the results of all the reason we came here isn't my dream come true the thing I dreamed it would be everybody would heal and we'd all become superheroes and go on with our life and that would be great that we overcame all that but it's like uh, you decided that even though it's not the initial dream that I hoped for I am I'm creating a dream and I've been so inspired by that that you have continually stayed in this support and grown and grown because I think some women and I've noticed several who when it's not working out with my loved one the way I dream then we all just go away when she really could stay and get so much love and support and create her own dream for herself and that's why I'm so inspired by you so why did you do that was there ever a point where you felt like I just want to quit I think that there has been all along the line <laughs> all along the line in fact I still do <laughs> it's still coming up and I just like no because maybe a little bit of background will help because I actually had another son who had a battle over 10 years ago and I didn't have any support mm-hmm. and I think that that's what keeps me going yeah. because it's a lonely dark place to be and I have literally been eating this up. It's just, to me, it's a dream come true to have this support this time around. It was a complete different situation last time, but kind of along the same lines at the same time. But you just feel so like you want to crawl in a hole and pull the lid over it if you don't have support. And so that's why I keep going. Yeah. Ah, well, that's good. And and what is it you think that just, I don't know, kept you having the courage to keep going other than I know what it feels like when I don't have support, so I'm not going to feel like that because I know there's something different, a better way now. I think that my biggest motivation right now is that I want to support other mothers. And... I want to be able to help them along their journey because I don't want them to feel like I felt all those years ago. And since I've had the support, I want to, I feel like I want to pay it forward. I want to, I want to share. And I actually have always had the dream to be this, but I didn't know. I mean, I kind of knew that about 10 years ago and I even prayed about being able to help other people. And, but I didn't know what that even meant, but I, then all of this is showing up in my life and I'm like, it's all, all the dots are connecting and 
I'm like, I like this and I get to help now and I get to make somebody else feel good. And hopefully their dreams will come true. And if not, they have my support. Oh, it's so beautiful. You know, I forgot to mention that you're also known as one of our power moms. Uh, we have an outreach, a small group of mothers that we refer to as power moms. And they're women who are doing phone calls to other mothers who have just brought their children, sons to sons of Gilman, and to just make sure, do you have all the resources you need? And do you know about all the support that's here? Kind of a thing. And I just feel like I want to ask you if you could tell that experience you had in that little miracle that happened that day, just because you were willing, you've been willing to stay in the fight, in the journey, and keep fighting for your dream. You were standing in a place where someone needed just you, and you were there. That was a really cool experience. It was a couple months ago that I remember um, a little bit of the detail. The best part I remember was that I called a mother, and she had had the same experience that I'd had 10 years ago. And while you're not supposed to talk about it, I already knew. And she didn't have to tell me any details. And I've been able to do this like with only one other person that I happen to be talking to. And I'm like, I know what you're going through. I already went through it. And then she was able to open up and ask the real questions she wanted to ask and get the real support that she really wanted. And I just felt like that it was a miracle that she was on my list of ladies to call and that I don't believe in coincidences. I just believe in, I love this little saying that there are no such thing as coincidences, only small miracles where God is left anonymous. And I just believe that when we have those little things happen, that they happen for a reason. And so I was just so pleased to be able to touch hearts with her, heart to heart, mother to mother, and answer her questions that day. Yeah, so good. So neat. Well, Julie, before we're done, I always, I always give you the last word. Um, if you were like, thinking, there's a mom out there who's just thinking, I just want to be over here and just listen to that recording. But I don't know. But what would you tell another mom or another another person who is interested in maybe finding things in their life that they that they just hoped for, but that it was really possible? What, is, what would you say for the last word? My last word would be that you never have to be alone, and that, that there's there is always help, and there are so many amazing programs out there, and you should search until you find the one that fits you best. And I am so grateful that Life Changing Services has offered us so many beautiful programs and helped me to be in a place that I felt like I could grow personally. Because when you grow personally, you bless the other the lives around you. And everybody grows and everybody benefits. Mm-hmm. And so if you need help, if you feel like you're trapped, and you don't know what to do, ask. It's okay to ask. Everybody wants to help you and answer your question. And call. Make the phone call and do it. Yeah. 
That's awesome. You know what? I can't give you the last word. I just have something I have to say. <laughs> and it is that when you said grow, I just think, because a lot of times when, when a mother brings a child to get help, what she wants so bad is to do anything she can to grow her child to a different place. And so she puts so much effort and energy and even feels like desperation, like we're going to try harder than we've ever tried because we found this program and this resource. And now we're not only going to put our time into it, but our money too. And here we go. And so they just think, I'm going to grow you. I'm going to give you everything I have. I'm going to give you all my energy to do this. And I, I like you, have noticed that same principle of when you grow, things around you, people around you are affected. And what I've found is if you want to really give, you have to grow. You have to grow to give. Instead of I'm just going to give and give and hope that my son works his very hardest in this program, but I, I'm not seeing that I need to grow. So he'll move because you're moving. Do you know what I mean? And it's amazing that when you want to give, really give, you need to grow to give. It's a neat principle. I agree. And it also keeps you having hope because if you're not growing, it's harder to have hope. And I haven't given up hope because I, I keep work, working at myself. And I think if I'm working at myself, it will it will rub off. It will, it will be the example that needs to be set in our home. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, Julie, thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. <laughs>